And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, hello and welcome back, friends and neighbors around the world. Happy New Year and welcome to the beginning of our ninth year of doing the David Bowers Awards. Really happy to be back here again and have some more great talent from around the world. Also some great music, of course. Welcome back to you, John Bon Jovial. Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year to you, too, my friend, uh, David. It's been a long and fun road, but, you know, eight years have passed, and it just doesn't seem like it's been eight years. It seems like it's been about maybe three weeks. It's gone by so quickly because it's been you know, so up, rewarding and so much fun to do this. Up until we had our our holiday hiatus there, I would have agreed with you, but it seems like we've been away for half a year. <laughs> I hope yeah. I remember how to do the show. <laughs> yeah, it was only two weeks, but yeah, no, I know what you mean. It it did seem a while, uh, like a while, and I don't know about you, but I've been kind of itching to get back into the saddle again and uh, start our, our year number nine. I agree with you, Outcome. and I also agree it does not seem like it's been eight years. I mean, that's longer than I held half the jobs I had in my life. <laughs> But it is. it's good to be back in the chair behind the microphone. Ladies and gentlemen, we're so glad you're back here sure. with us, and we're going to kick it off with some music right now. Now, this track actually came out, I don't know, September or October, but it's from an EP that was just released on New Year's. The guy's name is Manny Blue, and he does what he calls country punk. Here he is, doing fine. Pass on all the propositions
Fine from his country punk album released on New Year's. And uh, hope you like it. Be sure and let us know whatever tracks you get to hear here on the show. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. And don't be afraid to voice your opinion because that matters to us. We want to know what you like, what you don't like, so that we present the good stuff to you. And uh, we're so glad to be back here, as I said, for our ninth year now. And we want to salute you, our audience, as we start that ninth year. And uh, we thought we'd do that with a, a couple of little things, like uh, want to salute our statistics, which our uh, statistics department tells us. Of course, the United States is our number one audience, but we had a surprise now. India has moved up to surpass the United Kingdom as our number two audience. Italy is number three, and Canada hangs in there at number four. I think we're going to have to talk to Susie Corey and uh, get that straightened out because, uh, hey, she's drawn us a lot of Canadian listeners, and uh, we'd, we'd like to see uh, Canada hanging right in there, too. Speaking of Canada, we'll mention that uh, we have another Canadian artist coming up real soon, Nicole Ray, who was introduced to us by Susie Corey, will be joining us on our January 16th show. And uh, we want to thank not only you, our audience, but we want to thank all the artists and reps who have supplied their music and stories and supported us over the last eight years. Salute to each and every one of you. Salute to all of our friends, including Teddy Bingo, the Texas rock and roll house band that provides our theme music each week. Also, our friends at our flagship FM station, WRFZ FM 106.3 in Rochester, New York, including Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble Show that follows the David Bowers Awards on Saturdays on Rochester Free Radio. Armin Spins, who follows Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble. And uh, we love you guys all. Don't forget also Jeff Moulton's ABC Oldies every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Rochester Free Radio, WRFZ, FM 106.3. John Bon Jovi, how are you in the new year? Well, the new year has been kind so far. The uh, the grandkids are doing well. Uh, the business actually got off to a really big start today, so that's a nice way to start the new year. Absolutely. And uh, just you know, spiritually, everybody is good. We're you know we're all in a, a pretty good mood right now. The weather was beautiful today, so all in all, I I think 2022 is starting off just fine. And I really hope that it stays that way instead of going to hell, kind of like 2020 and 2021 did. Um, yeah. You know, it's a new year. It's just like spring training for baseball. It's a new, fresh start. And hopefully it's going to be the one that gets us to the championship. That's what I'm looking Absolutely. forward to. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, it's already starting off better for me because we've gone – Almost 10 minutes into our first show of the new year, and you haven't once complained about the weather in Florida. <laughs> I could, but <laughs> we didn't and, hide, but hey. <laughs> and to keep that going without any more negativity, because there's enough of it in the world today, we're going to get positive. I'm positive. You're going to love our next guest. She goes by the name of Abigail Justice. She's got a tune called I Already Know. We're going to play it right now. Here she is, Abigail Justice. Better watch out, baby. 
Abigail Justice, and she's going to step in here in just a second and come talk with us. Hello, Abigail. Hello, David. How are you? Doing quite well, thank you, and so glad to have you here with us today. Listen, before we before we explore who Abigail Justice really is for our listeners, I got to ask you about that sound because you have and this is something we watch for is you have an original sound. It's, I'm sure you're aware of that. How did you come up with the sound you have for your music? Honestly, I was just kind of playing around in Ableton, which is the program I use for um, production. And uh, I started off with the bass sound, and then I just kind of worked from there with the drums and um, the vocals and everything, and the song just kind of came to me. That's It's really, uh, it's really an attention-getting sound because you've got – You've got a good, solid musical base to it, and I'm I'm gathering from what you're telling us that you do a lot of, if not all of your own production on this, but you've got a good production sound, and then you add the melody line to the song is unusual in that it kind of goes from a major to a minor sound, and at the same time, you've added that eerie echo to it, which really creates a unique sound. I am really impressed with that. Thank you. Uh, that's what caught my ear in the first place uh, was the fact that it is an original sound, and that's something that's all too infrequent today. We get You get a lot of carbon copies. You get a lot of people saying, well, okay, this sound is what's selling, so that's what I'm going to do, or the record label tells them to do it. But to hear an original sound like that is really, really refreshing and uh, wanted to go, as I mentioned, to the other point, and that is the fact that uh, you're new to our audience's and we'd like them to get to know you. So if you would, tell us a little bit about your story, how you got your start, where you're from, and how you got involved in music and got to where you are today. Sure. Thanks so much, David, first of all. I really appreciate that. I try to be original with my sound and not copy too much off of other people. Of course, there's going to be influences, but um, I try to stay original. But I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I sort of always grew up in music. Um, my dad plays a plethora of instruments, the guitar, the piano, uh, ukulele, violin, uh, harmonica, all kinds of stuff. So I sort of grew up in it that way, and I've always loved to sing. Um, even since before I could talk, I would. my dad would hum like the hmm in the back mm-hmm. in the car, and I would kind of hum it back to him as well. So I've always loved to sing. And when I was 16, I got invited to audition for both The Voice and American Idol, which I did. Um, I auditioned for both. And then when I was um, 19, I decided to apply for a Musicians Institute out in Hollywood, California, sort of on a whim. Um, One of our family friends suggested that I apply there, and I did, and I got in, and I went. I went out there for a year in 2019 and then COVID hit and I had to come home and I was at home for about a year and then they called me and they were like, Hey, you need to finish your program. Cause I was going to switch of doing um, 
the vocal program in 2019 uh, with an emphasis on IAP, which was the independent artist program, sort of learning about the engineering and recording and the marketing and everything that goes into being an independent artist. And they called me and they said I had to finish my program because they were actually canceling the program that I was in. So I had to finish it. And so I just graduated um, in December from that program. Wow, that's quite a story there. And uh, I, I'm really impressed with the uh, just being able to go there and audition for it is quite an accomplishment. It it definitely sets you up. Even if you don't make the show, you don't make the cutoff, you have still climbed up the ladder a one big major rung there. And I'm really, really excited for you, the fact that you've done that. John Bon Jovial wants to get in here and say something. What you got, John? Well, first of all, Abigail, you know, Happy New Year and welcome to the show. We're awfully glad to have you kick off our ninth season, which is kind of cool. But you have um, actually you touched on something which is uh, which is going to add an addendum, if you will, to the question that I wanted to ask you. And you mentioned uh, an engineering background. I'm guessing an engineering background in producing music. Would that be a correct assumption? Yeah, yeah. I I, I just finished, um, like I said, the independent artist program, which was learning about Ableton, which is a program I use, and then learning about mixing and mastering and all that stuff. So I do all of my own production, all my own mixing, all my own mastering. Wow. Well, that kind of uh, that, that 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 explains a lot to me. Because I'm listening to your song, I Already Know, and uh, it has such a surreal or ethereal crawling kingsnake kind of a sound to it. <laughs> and uh, the way that you generate all the elements on that, saying that you've got the engineering background now, explains a lot to me on how you put that together. And it is such a unique sound. It's like David said. It is unique. I can't think of anybody to compare it to, and that's a really special quality. I think that's great. Really? Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I have to agree. Ethereal was an excellent choice of words. Uh, words. I am not sure about the crawling king snake analogy, but uh, <laughs> ethereal is an excellent, uh, excellent choice of words. Uh, it, it definitely has an ethereal quality to it, and it is unique. You've got a... Uh, you have got yourself a definite sound there, and we're going to hear an earlier sound of yours after we uh, after we finish chatting here today. Now, have you and are you doing any live performances? Uh, I know COVID has interrupted those. Have you done uh, many live performances in the past? Uh, I have. I, I've done a few in Milwaukee. Um way back in the day and I actually have uh, a few coming up this year as well um, on March 5th at the Fredericksburg Eagle Hotel in uh, Fredericksburg, Pennsylvania from 6 to 9 p.m. I have a live show coming up and then I have um, a few other performances as well throughout the year there at the same location um, all which can be found on my website which is Abigail A-B-I-G-A-I-L Justice J-U-S-T-U-S Music Dot com. Fantastic, and thank you for doing that. You uh, you jumped ahead of me and saved me asking you, but uh, we always try to give our guests a chance to sell themselves and their music, and uh, you did an excellent job there. I want to mention to you also that we have, among our plethora of social media sites, my Facebook groups page, the David Bowers Awards, is up there 
primarily for all our guests and for that matter, anybody in the music business, but especially for our guests so that they have one more place that they can post their show dates, uh, tours, new music, anything to do with themselves and their music careers. You can post it there. You do not have to send the press release. You do not have to ask my permission. You just go there, post it up. We'll pick it up and put it around to our other social media sites for you. So uh, feel free to use that. It's the David Bowers Awards. It's a groups page on Facebook. It's there for you to take advantage of. So feel free to do so. Let us know what's going on. And uh, thank you for sharing your show dates with us. That's, that's important, especially now coming out of COVID when there's been so few shows. And hopefully we'll be able to get back to more live music here once this latest variant of the disease goes through. What have you got planned for the near future besides your, uh, besides your show dates? Um, well, I have a few other singles coming out within the next couple of months. Um, one's called A Better Tomorrow, and the other one is called Feel Bad. Again, both I have um, previews of both on my website as well um, that can be previewed. They're just like a minute of the of the songs on there too, so I have that. And then hopefully uh, I want to come out with an EP this year as well, hopefully probably towards the end of the year because um, I'm still working on that recording and editing and stuff like that but um yeah exciting things do you coming. plan on uh yeah do you plan on releasing uh, a physical media like a cd or or vinyl um <clears throat> i'm not sure yet i don't have any cds or vinyls currently right now um but i was thinking about getting some made for maybe for the shows um and selling them at the shows and stuff well, you know, my own personal opinion is I, I think it would be a good idea. Of course, I also understand that it's not an inexpensive proposition. But dinosaurs like Dave and I, uh, you know, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're old school, and we like having that physical media in our hand. I like to be able to put a record on the turntable or put the CD into the player and be able to read the album notes and things of that nature. And I do believe is that, What's old is new again in that record stores are actually starting to pop up a little bit. And the, uh, the fact that physical media has, is coming back, uh, I, I think, could be uh, a real advantage to an up-and-coming yeah, artist. And, uh, uh, you know, just, I'm just saying, you know, I, I, guess I, I, I for one, uh, truly do appreciate being able to hold the media and read the album notes because mm -hmm. this is – this is part of my ongoing education to try to learn as much about the artists as I can while I'm listening to their music. It's always nice for the fans to have, have something, you know, in their hands that their artists can get an autograph for them on vinyl just came off its biggest year in what, three decades or 40, 30, 40 years. So it is selling. Yeah. Out. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Okay. I'll definitely um, consider that. It's worth looking into. Uh, I understand as John said, I understand that, the economic impact of it, but uh, hey, something you can put in your hope chest of music, and hey, if things work out, you can take the next step up and sell merch at your shows and maybe get it to pay for itself. But nevertheless, yeah. I do think you've got a. Uh, That'd be wonderful. I think you've got a good future. I definitely think you should pursue it with everything you've got because you definitely have something there. You get the talent, you get the creativity, and you also have the uh, technical know-how in doing your own production, which is really something. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, you mentioned your dad when you were younger, getting you started uh, 
almost accidentally by you humming along to him, humming a song. How do your parents feel about your career? Um, my dad is very supportive of my career. Um, we actually live together and we play together a lot. We'll, we'll both be playing the shows coming up as well. Um, my mom is supportive too. She's shared my stuff on social media and stuff like that um, recently. Uh, my dad's always mostly been the one to um, support my dream mostly and always been there for me and support me and help me in any way that he can, which is good. That's wonderful, your dad. Your dad actually plays as part of your support group then. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that is awesome. Anytime you get a family thing like that going, it is really wonderful. I mean, true, you've got to have the support, but to have your dad play with you, um, that is awesome. I, I love it. I love it. And I continue to be impressed with what you've got going for yourself. Where do you see yourself in five years? Um, in five years, hopefully I'll be supporting myself completely through music. Right now I have um, another full-time job that I do, but um, hopefully I'll be completely doing music, playing shows, touring, hopefully. I'd love to go on a tour at least around the country, if not around the world. That would be amazing. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, definitely. releasing songs that's, and stuff like that. Sure. That's that's the big thing, the 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 personal appearance, the touring, and that's the one that actually supports you. You're not going to retire off the money you make selling digital or CDs or vinyls. You've got to get out there and perform for the public, and that's one thing that has really, really hurt the industry, uh, along with every other industry, is this uh, pandemic and everything being shut down. And I look forward to seeing and hearing more of you, and I'll be more than happy to share your shows, your music online and with the people that I talk to. And before we let you go, I'm going to give you a, a minute or two to go ahead and promote yourself. Uh, again, tell them about your website, where they can find your music, where they can buy it, anything else you'd like to tell them. Sure. Right now, I already know it's streaming everywhere, Apple Music, Spotify, um, Amazon Music, every, pretty much everywhere. My website is Again, Abigail, A-B-I-G-A-I-L, Justice, J-U-S-T-U-S, music.com. And I'm on every social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok, under Abigail Justice or Abigail Justice Music. So Fantastic. Yeah. And uh, thank you for that. Now, the last thing I'd like to touch on is, uh, let's see, we've got about a minute to go here. This next tune we're going to play is a cover song that you did for an anti-bullying campaign a few years back. Tell us about that, if you would, please. Yeah, sure. My friend actually did a video um, for an anti-bullying um, video that she made, and she asked me to do the music for it. And one of the songs that uh, she requested was Somewhere Over the Rainbow. And then she asked me to do uh, sort of a rendition or, like, not a cover, but um, something similar to... Teenagers by My Chemical Romance, and then also um, Breathe Me by Sia. So I did similar songs to those as well on um, that video. Yeah, the the Somewhere Over the Rainbow was one I did for that, and it was a great project. It was really fun. I really enjoyed it, and I really love, obviously, what it stands for because that was sure. around the time that everyone was realizing, you know, how dangerous bullying really is and that how much of a problem it really is in our school systems and stuff like that. So it was really 
monumental for that time period. I'm sure it was, and uh, we salute you for that and for your work in the anti-bullying. Ladies and gentlemen, her name is Abigail Justice. Abigail, we thank you so much for coming and spending time with us, sharing your music, and we do honestly look forward to hearing more from you. Be sure and let us know when your new music is out, and maybe we can get that played on here, too. Thank you Absolutely. again. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. Our pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. Abigail Justice, here she is with Somewhere over the rainbow. the rainbow. Abigail Justice right here on the David Bowers Awards. What did you think, John Bon Jovi? Oh, what a beautiful rendition. The girl's got a good voice. Excuse me. I should say the young lady has a, a, a good voice, a, a great voice, and she lends herself to that song just perfectly, and uh, I'm very impressed with her. I think she's got a good future ahead of her. She has a lot of talent. I'm really impressed with the fact that she's been doing her own engineering and uh, the fact that she has oh, yeah. an original that's, that's sound. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and she has an yeah, original that's very sound. very cool. She doesn't sound like every other female singer to come down the pike in the last six months. So I'm really looking forward to tracking her success, as we do all our guests. One of the reasons we say you're all part of the family once you're on the show, because we like to keep track of you and see how you're progressing and get to talk to you down the road as you take your next steps up the ladder. We have another landlady who's going to be taking her next steps up the ladder very shortly. She's going to be joining us next. Her name is Kathy Greer, and uh, we're going to listen to a track right now, and then we're going to talk to her in uh, about three or four minutes. Here she is, Kathy Greer, and you're not here. (laughs) 
holidays And we've got so much to be thankful for Taking care of each other When it's winter outside and the snow is falling Christmas time and my friends are calling Everyone's out for holiday cheer But the blues keeps me in here Don't want to celebrate So I lay on my couch Full of memories and heartache I got holiday lights in the window The colorful in the air I've got a glass of wine And that should be fine But you're not here I can't take this Without you by my side You can deck the halls Sing fa-la-la And so man it's been a dreidel In a winter wonderland Recite the list of every reindeer But one thing is perfectly clear Nothing can bring back the one that I miss Nothing to Can't pretend I don't want to hide it Or put on a show I feel no blues I've been down so low Cause you're not here
50 more weeks to plan for Christmas of 2022. So it's my holiday song. I actually, it's a sad background to the story is that I lost my, my standard poodle Etta and right around the holidays. And I was thinking how awful it was to lose some, some being that meant so much to me and was part of my family. And as a songwriter, that's what I do. And as a blues writer, I, I put that into the song and went into a local studio here and, and recorded it. And here is Surgeon Bay, Wisconsin, where I live now. And uh, the interesting thing is, is that I put a post up on Facebook about needing images because I made a video also. And within mm-hmm. 24 hours, I had 52 images of, of, of beloved, beautiful four-legged creatures that people had just lost. And it's just, it's so heartbreaking, you know, to lose a dog or a cat or, or whatever. And um, sure. anyway, that's the origin of the song. And I, I think that calling it You're Not Here Blues, especially during the time of the pandemic, it, it also resonates. And as a songwriter, I, I wanted to do a little tongue-in-cheek with using the first half where people don't really know I'm actually writing about a dog. Absolutely. And I, I think you've I think you've got one here. This strikes me as a one of those perennial favorites. I mean, it's nothing like the tune, but I just flash on Elvis's Blue Christmas, which came out of the blue, pun intended, oh, and, uh, <laughs> and became a, <laughs> a, a perennial classic. And I think you've got something here because not only, as you just said, not only do you have that blues feeling of something is missing, someone uh, is missing from your life at a given time, especially at a time like the holidays, but it's someone that's close to you, and in this case, it was a puppy, and we all know that the the two things that catch most attention by people and they're most moved by are puppies and little children. You know, I, I don't like to exploit sad circumstances, but I think you caught a winner on this one. I think you've got a I think you got a tune that is going to be around another fifty weeks, and who knows, maybe another fifty years. Don't you, John Bon Jovial? Yeah, you know, I've had dogs and cats all my life, and uh, having had to be in the position of putting, um, you know, a beloved pet down, you, you know, that's, I, I don't know about uh, about you, Kathy, but that is just, that's the hardest thing that I have ever had to do. You know, people would say, well, it's just a dog. I said, well, it's a lot more than that, because I cried like a baby when it happened, so... I think uh, I've heard yeah, you've hit on something there. Yeah, yeah, yeah part I, of your family, and you've hit on you've hit on something member. there. That is that is for sure. Now, let me ask you a question. Uh, well, let me preface that with a statement. Uh, as I tell just about every one of our listeners, you know, I never get to hear the music before we actually play it on air, and that way David can get a you know a visceral gut reaction from me as for you know my thoughts on the music. Which, by the way. You know, I love the blues. You're you're right up my alley there, lady. You really are. But and that's a wonderfully put together piece. And and I and I apologize, but I'm going to be truthful. I've never heard your music before today. Is this nice. representative of Kathy Greer? Sure, sure it is. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been. Uh, it, it's interesting. You had a, a lovely young artist before me, and it was great to have just juxtaposition of the, the young artist and the uh, the elder, really. I guess I've been doing this 44 years, and uh, oh my gosh. I've just been out hoofing it, you know, just trying to trying to crack through and uh, still doing it. 
Well, you're well I'm glad you are, and I think that uh, your your uh, contributions to the music world, as far as my music world is concerned, uh, I'm really glad that you're on because now I'm going to go out and I'm going to get some Kathy Greer music because I love this stuff. I, I really do. I the very first concert that I went to was back in the uh, the early 60s, and I was 14 years old, and I went to Harvard Stadium in Boston area and saw uh, Paul Butterfield Blues Band and the James Cotton Blues Band. That was my first concert, and I got hooked right. on that stuff afterwards. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody says, oh, I got to see The Doors, which, by the way, I did get to see The Doors, but how many people <laughs> can claim that they got to see Paul Butterfield and James Cotton? Not too many. Really? I, really. I, Big, big fans of their music, and sorry that they're no longer oh, yeah. here, but they left a legacy for all of us. That's a fact. They left a legacy, and that, well, they left a legacy with you because look at what you're doing. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It definitely etched into your mind, and uh, I want to I want to dig into that right now a little bit, if you'll let me. And that is, tell us a little bit about the evolution of Kathy Greer, about how you got started in music, how you developed uh, what you're doing today. Uh, that would take a while, but I'll do my best Take in your a time. period of time um, because I started in 1978 professionally, and I haven't looked back. Um, been a professional musician since then, did a lot of touring uh, records from my own record label. Um, probably the best thing would be to go to my bio on kathygreer.com, <laughs> but um, I'll bring you up to speed. I'm living in uh, Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin, after living in New York City for 20 years, where I was also a subway busker with the Music Under New York program, and uh, so I discovered this songwriting group here in Sturgeon Bay that meets to write collaboratively songs and it was really a great experience for me I came out in June of 2016 and I loved it so much I was looking for a change and I had recently driven all the way around the country touring and uh, I just I found that that although it's remote the geography and the people and the creativity here is really wonderful so that's how I landed in in Sturgeon Bay with the Holiday Music Motel and the Steel Bridge Song Festival we of course with COVID everything's on hold but um, yes. more importantly, I was and my band, the Troublemakers, Kathy Grew and the Troublemakers, we were representing Wisconsin and traveling to uh, Memphis later this month for the International Blues Challenge, and, and unfortunately, they postponed it. So like everything in, in the world of the pandemic, we've had to shift and alter, and so that's on hold, which means performances are on hold, And but I've had a lifetime of, of, of music, so I'm not... I'm not deterred because I will always be a songwriter. I will always be a guitarist, musician, singer, and music is part of me, and um, I, I can take the highs and lows. I've learned how to surf life pretty well, and I'm pretty zen about it. I can tell just from talking with you, and uh, not only have we learned about Kathy Greer, we've also learned uh, a lot about Sturgeon Bay that I never had an idea of. I I never realized there was that concentrated a songwriting community there. Yes, it's actually led by the the wonderful Pat McDonald who wrote the song Future So Bright, Gotta Wear Shades and the band to Book Three and he he's also been the songwriter of thousands of songs and he lives here mm-hmm. at the hotel and his partner Melanie Jane and they they were both uh very much involved in the music scene. She's a cellist and a great producer and a collaborator bringing 
uh, curator, really, of bringing songwriters in from all over the country to take over the hotel for a week and write music. And what we do is we write all day and we record all night and we record and write all day and night. And the end of the week, we go to the local theater and we do all the songs that were never written before live. And there's even a, a an app, Steelbridge Radio, which is worth listening to thousands and thousands of songs that were written right here in, in Sturgeon Bay. And I've got now lifelong friendships with songwriters that I've worked with. It's and Jackson Brown is a partner in it, and it's just uh, oh, wow. it's really a cool scene. It sounds it. It sounds like it, and it sounds like you've not only found something, you fit into it very well. And I'm really, really happy for you. I salute you for that. And you mentioned uh, you mentioned your group, uh, Kathy Greer and the Troublemakers. Tell us about your the rest of the group. Tell us about the Troublemakers. Oh, you can't be in my band unless you're a troublemaker. We, all of us have been around the, the block a few times, and and we ha- you got to have fun. You got to know that that to love what you do also means you got to work hard at it. And um, the musicians started by my driving around the country in 2015, and I met Tony Menzer in Madison, who's a bass player, and he's played with so many different blues artists. And he had a jam night at a at a bowling alley. Would you believe? And uh, we <laughs> I right. jammed with him and. Uh, it was a great band that he had put together. Wisconsin has some pretty awesome musicians. So and then he told me about what was going on in Sturgeon Bay. Fast forward, now I'm living here. He's part of this band that I'm putting together, uh, including a drummer from a band called Thy Dirty Deuce and a keyboard player, Larry Byrne, who toured the world with Luther Allison and an amazing guitar player from Sheboygan and Jim Olschmidt, who's got his own music and has written so many things and, Deirdre Fellner, who's an amazing singer-songwriter, uh, she's my backup vocalist, and she's had her own records. So we're kind of a below-the-radar all-star band, uh, and we just love playing together. We're a six-piece band, and we were, again, really prepping and ready to, to head to to Memphis this mm-hmm. later this month. But we, in 2019, the end of 2019, we were touring quite a bit in, in the Wisconsin area, and we went in the studio and recorded an album. But then, as you know, COVID hit. So how do you release a record when you don't have performances to support it? I've been a performing artist all my career. So um, uh, I've never really had a record that preceded my my performances. I always had performances, and people liked what they heard, so they bought my records. Right. But I made a decision in the middle of 2020 to release the record anyway. And I did and got a publicist and got a radio uh, person. And it's I'm happy to say that it was just in the top 100 of the Roots Music Report of uh, top 100 uh, albums in the Blues Contemporary for the year of Fantastic. 2021. So that was kind of fun. So you, what it boils down to is you are one heck of a experienced musician performer you've got a great group that you work with and wisconsin isn't all football yeah if you saw the game last night i i, <laughs> I didn't actually and i i don't even know what the results are sorry guys but you um, won. it was cold and it's very cold here today so you got to be a little tough to deal with the cold but 
I have heard I, a rumor I, to that effect. I'm from upstate New York myself, so I had a little taste of it. Maybe not quite Green Bay bad, but uh, I had a taste of it growing up. And uh, John Bon Jovial, I know you want to jump in here. Yeah, well, you know, backtracking just a little bit. Yeah, the Packers kind of blew out the uh, the Vikings, just you know, in the for what it's worth department. Uh, oh, but, yeah, when the time comes that we can get past this disease, COVID, whatever, you know, hopefully we can get past it someday. When it comes to touring, do you have a national schedule to tour or is it mostly regional around the upper Midwest? Uh, will you be coming to Florida? Will you be going to Arizona? Would love both. And I must say in the, in the five years since transitioning, moving from New York to uh, Sturgeon Bay and developing the group, we were getting to that national international level, and that's what the Memphis dates were about to meet people there to to get future bookings. So everything's kind of on hold. Uh, it's a weird place we're in. We're in an in between place where I don't do bars anymore. I I I, I want to play the clubs. I want to play the festivals. I'm I'm happy to play a bar club kind of place. I mean, that's, that's, that's certain where I, where I cut my teeth growing, growing up in music and in the band is in whatever form it is, as a, as a trio or a four or five or even up to six piece. I can, I'm, I've been solo all my life, so I can, I could certainly go out there and, and rip it up as a soloist, but um, touring is my life and I, I, I'd love to be able to get on the road. So I would love to say I have those dates set, but with the pandemic, John, it's really hard to know what's next. And I don't have an agent and I don't have a manager and I don't have a record label trying to do it all myself. So that was the next level for me is to get to that level where somebody says, what can I do to help you and let you be the musician and stop doing all this, do it yourself. How do you, how do you manage and run a band and, you know, get back to the music, the roots. Well, whenever you're ready for that, we have some pretty good connections in that department, and uh, just up. reach out, and I, I think that we can point you in the right direction. John, yes. that would be lovely, and I love Florida. I, I I lived in Key West for many years and played down there at Sloppy Joe's, and oh, it's uh, it's quite a, a wonderful thing, and certainly in the winter time. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm in the Naples, Florida area. David's in uh, Tempe, Arizona, part of the Phoenix ADI, and nice. uh, we would, you know, if you if if you ever do make it down, you know, either, you know, Naples way or Tempe way, gosh, I sure hope that you'll let us know. Definitely. I certainly will. To. And people can always, uh, and yourself, if you want to follow me on my, I have an email pop up on my uh, website, com, and you can just sign up and I, I let people know where there's a calendar on, on the front page of my website. Fantastic. With that being said, before we run out of time, I want to be sure and thank you first off for doing your own plug. We always try to give our guests a chance to do just that. Also, I want to tell you that we have among our many social media pages, we have a page on Facebook, the David Bowers Awards Music Groups page, which is there just for our guests to post their music, their play dates, tours, whatever they have that they want to share with the fans and listeners. That's what it's there for. You do not need a press release. You can post it directly. We'll pick it up and share it with our other site. So feel free to use that anytime you've got something you want to share, but no secrets because we're terrible at keeping secrets. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right. I know where to go. Kathy, we want to thank you so much for being here with us today and uh, regret that these shows always have to come to an end. We run out of time sooner or later, oftentimes sooner than we'd like, but we want to thank you. We want to be sure that you know you're 
always welcome here. You're part of the family now. And we got about 30 seconds left. Would you tell us about this next track we're going to play called I'm All Burn? Well, I'm All Burn is the title track of the album that was released in 2020, and it was named the coolest song of 2021 in the Big City Blues Music, Rhythm and Blues Magazine. And uh, it's a a song that talks about how it's important for us to, to get out there. I'm a little bit of a social activist, and it's talking about how we need to treat each other differently. And, and uh, I, I hope that people understand when I say when doors open, I learn I'm all burned, that I mean I'm fired up and ready to go and nothing's going to hold me back. Amen to that. Again, Kathy, thank you so much. Do keep in touch with us. As I said, you're part of the family. We want to hear your new music when it comes out, and we look forward to talking to you again, having you back on the show. You bet, David and John. Thank you so much. And just this, my spelling is C-A-T-H-Y-G-R-I-E-R. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. We'll look for you next time, ladies and gentlemen. Kathy Greer, I'm all burn. Window.
Paul Byrne. Thank you very much, Kathy Greer. What a fun show to start off the new year, our ninth year doing this. I really enjoyed it. A couple of great talents there. And, of course, you, our listeners, always glad to know you're out there. We have just about exhausted all the time we have. So, John Bon Jovio, once again, take us home. And a hopeful, healthy, happy new year to each and every one of you out there. We sure appreciate you spending the last hour with us because you did it again. Another perfectly good hour with the David Bowers Awards. And and we truly are very grateful for your presence here, ladies and gentlemen. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. We are available for free on most of the major streaming services. You can uh, help the David Bowers Awards support indie artists. This is kind of important, and this is something we really believe in. Support these artists and their music by clicking the link at the end of this episode on Anchor FM and making a donation. We'd really appreciate it, and I know they would too. Be sure to click the follow button on the David Bowers Awards on Blog Talk Radio or wherever you listen to your music uh, podcasts. And be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday on WRFZ FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial in Rochester, New York, otherwise known as Rochester Free Radio at noon Eastern and on Blog Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 7 p.m. UTC. And so until next week for the David Byers Awards and all of our clue, uh, crew of uh, <laughs> clueless rejects here at the Radio Ranch, I am yours truly, the lovably legendary John Bon Jovial, saying be good to each other, get your booster shot if you haven't done it yet, and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards. <laughs>